and welcome to another very special episode of Sweet 12 Podcast. With you, as always, is Brian and Ryan. Hi! And we have a special guest who will be in and out today because we needed help for this list. Uh, my wife, Holly, is here. Say hello. Hi, I'm Holly. See? It's true. Yeah, we, we, do, we do actually know women. That's we, do, not... we do know people. I'm the only one that That's they true. ever know, though, mm-hmm. to be fair. It is. We That's don't. True. We don't get out very much. We're kind of recluse. At least I am. Yes. <laughs> so... It's Monday. Re- recording a day early. Recording a day early. I have uh, I have an interview tomorrow. Sweet. Yeah. Anything good? Uh, a tour guide at a brewery. So it could Ooh. be fun. Oh, is that thing you were talking about last week? Yeah. That's cool. No, but did I? I remember you mentioning it. Uh, did I? I think you were talking to, to Brian about it at Trivia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. I guess it's been going on for a week now that I was just talking about it. Yeah. So I have an interview. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for remembering now. I have no idea what I did with my pet with my life in the last week. So I, yeah, it could be could be fun. I'm gonna go check it out and just see how much how uh, time consuming consuming it's going to be. Cool. So I don't know. It could be fun. I'm cool. I'm excited because you know it's beer. It's beer, and you know I'm really kind of a shoe in for it. Brewers win. Beer's good. Brewers win. Beer is good. As he swigs his eight bit pale ale. My eight bit pale ale from Tallgrass Brewing Company. If you guys want to send us a case, I would gladly accept. I'd it. rather just take cans. Those cans are pretty cool. Are these awesome cans? I like it. I know. It's really cool. It comes in pints? Mm-hmm. I gotta get me one. Mm-hmm. It comes in pints? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. We're all Rings over the place. Woo! <laughs> that's another and one. That's South that. Park. Yeah, it is South Park. <laughs> I, put that on, I put that on our list, too. Oh. Yeah, I think I think recording a day early is giving us the giddies. It's good. That's, that's good. Right. And we're drinking. We got that Scientology documentary that we really oh, watch. I watched that last night after yeah. WrestleMania, and <laughs> I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, Holly and I are going to watch it uh, after the podcast. While we're making dinner and while we're eating dinner, and uh, I'm really excited to see it. Two I, hours. Put aside two hours. Two hours. There you go. Two hours. It's gonna be really good. You're it's gonna, it's yeah. action packed. Two hours. You can't stop watching. Yeah. I. That's what I heard. I heard it's really good. It's good. Just very informative and it's just good. really kind of takes you into the inter. I'll uh, probably watch it again when I get home. Depths so. of it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of information that yeah. I didn't. I'll, I probably didn't catch the first time. So mm-hmm. I'll have to watch I, I read the original uh, article that Lawrence Kasdan wrote in the New Yorker mm-hmm. about uh, Paul. Haggis. Haggis, thank you, Haggis. Paul Haggis, about his leaving in Scientology, and I, I, I couldn't stop reading it. It took me one whole work day off and on just to kind of read this article. It's a very long article that was written, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I wrote. Uh, I'm glad I wrote it. I'm glad I read it um, to kind of get me a, a little insight. My brother, I gave my brother the book Going Clear for Christmas. I'm waiting for him to finish it so I can watch it. Or excuse me, Jesus, you, <laughs> I'm gonna have some more beer, and then, and then maybe I'll, you're getting um, you know. your you're getting your senses all mixed I know. up. <laughs> Anyway, apparently you read with your ears and write with your eyes and eyes. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how I do it. So, so anyway, ears. it's also a very exciting time for us being Badger fans. March Madness. March Madness. Cut uh, the net, Badgers. Cut the net, exactly. Which they didn't show on TV, which was so stupid. Oh, we, that's all we because we, we watched it. it on CBS.com. Yep, they didn't show it, and so we watched them cut the net it was, on it TV. Was really fun on TBS, they cut straight from the game ending straight into the next game and to the Ooh, Kentucky game. Yeah. They didn't show it on any of the stations on TV. Oh, wow. ESPN didn't have it. CBS didn't have it. Oh, wow. It went straight to the next game. I'm like this is the dumbest thing ever. Well, to be fair, we watched it, and we only watched it because it was the Badgers. It was kind of you know ho hum. You know, so to speak. What was the cutting? Yeah. I mean, well, they go I mean, up there, they cut, and they go down, and they cheer, and they do some cheers, and they had a fun time. It was just fun to watch because this is only the second time in the last... Two years. Well, the second time <laughs> in two years, but then we had to go back, what, 10 or 11 years before 90, their, their 99. previous Final Four. 99 was... Which uh, was a long time. So Don't forget, though, Ball Ryan made it to the tournament three times when he coached D2. 
five times. Five final, oh. five final fours. He called out the announcer yeah. on that. That yeah. was pretty awesome. That was pretty funny. And yeah. speaking of calling out people, Aaron Rodgers calling out the the yes the the, the guy who was criticizing him for crotch, Doug, Doug yeah. Dodd or something. Yeah. Dave Dave yeah. Dodd or Dave something. Dave Dodd for for not um take, doing an interview. And Aaron's like, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. He's like, this He's is like, for you, them. You gigantic. Well, first idiot. first he makes this thing like, how come he can go on the court? No other yeah. fans got to go on the court. That's because and, he's yeah. Aaron Rodgers, and he had a pass. From the athletic director. And Aaron's like, if you have a... He said this on Twitter. Aaron goes, if you have a problem with it, take it up with the AD. Yeah. All right? I, you know, I didn't just go steal a pass. Someone gave it to me, you know, and then, and he rightfully... He, of course he should get one. He yeah. just wants to go congratulate these guys. This is the biggest moment in, in their lives. And then Aaron Rodgers, the yeah. NFL MVP, comes out and just says, hey guys, how's it going? Who's, Congratulations. And he's been very instrumental with the team and he's, yeah. he's been... Friends and fans of He's them. He's been tweeting so. with Decker. They have a little Twitter-friendly feud going back and forth. It's hysterical. Yeah, it... it and they was... were even calling him out for not wearing red, too, which is oh, so pretty. yeah, petty. come on. Get, get, get with it, whoever stupid media people. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Dennis Dodd is his name. What an ass clown. If yeah. I ever see an article that's written by Dennis Dodd, I'm not going to read it. Because I know it's not going to be good. Because if his whole um, um, journalistic integrity just you know revolves around getting an Aaron Rodgers interview well then fuck that guy yeah if he's p- pissing and moaning when he oh Aaron Rodgers owes you nothing and then his complaint on Twitter I can read it I've got it pulled up yeah, here go ahead so Deadspin the, the I've got it on yeah. Deadspin so oh, Deadspin's kind of doing the the play-by-play here he, Dennis this is all Dennis Dodd's tweet he goes Aaron Rodgers is one of the Aaron Rodgers is one of the biggest moments in the state's history ignoring how media has shaped his image I'm not doing interviews so first off the bat I don't think the media shaped any image of Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Uh, no, dear, he did that himself. <laughs> dear Wisco fan, Fights if it was about the Badgers, then why was A. Rodgers on court? Credentialed media only. Yeah. Here's the equivalent of what A. Rodgers did today. I crashed his wedding to Olivia because I'm a big fan. Which, no, that's, that's, that's such not, a terrible, no, that's terrible a horrible logic. analogy. That's a horrible media analogy. Ha- media had to stay outside three-point line while Badgers cut net. A. Rodgers allowed unrestrained access to court. Fair. Still wondering what the difference is between two uncredentialed fans on the court. One dates an actress and one is good at sports. The other isn't. Ugh. Yeah. I guarantee you this will be taken up by NCAA and USBAA. Whatever no, that it's is. not. It's not going to be. Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be in a position for us to be blown off. Where do we draw the line? USC can't allow them on the sideline anymore after sanctions. But feel good, A. Rodgers can be on the court with the Badgers. So he tweets all this, uh, what was Saturday night. This is just the definition of butthurt. And then 40 minutes later, Aaron Rodgers tweets and says, To the biggest Twitter crybaby of the night, <laughs> I had a pass to be on the court. Send your complaints to the 80. Quit crying. You're a joke. <laughs> Both of those that. were hashtags. I know. Uh, also, with interview requests, sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no. I'm not there for you. I'm there for to support my friends and UW. And then in response to uh, Lance Briggs, who had retweeted the Go Badgers tweet, bringing up that Rodgers went to California. Lance Briggs, the... The football player. Football. Oh, wow. He had he basically had tweeted saying that he shouldn't root for Wisconsin because he's from you know California. California. So oh. he says two semesters at Butte, three semesters at Cal, ten years a Wisconsin resident. I'll pull for any team I want, but I don't wear red. Yeah, he did right. right. Yeah, he doesn't wear red either because it's the Stanford color, right? And yeah, this, the cardinal red, the Stanford yeah. cardinal. Yeah, it's, it's the same color, red. and they can't mm. take off that red shirt. So he's even being yeah. loyal to his yeah, to Cal. California by not. Yeah, it was red. it was I mean, terrible. Hey. None of that, Charlie. Don't eat that. That's not for you. But it's so neat. It was paper. Yeah, but paper. Yeah. So anyway, speaking so of basketball, it was a fun and little feud to read, and, and it just makes me like Aaron Rodgers even more because and I hate this Dennis Dodd guy. What what a jackass. Yeah. He he does not come out smelling good in this at all. No. So, anyway. So anyway, in in, in uh 
in uh, the, the spirit, the festivities, March Madness, which is my favorite time. <laughs> what? What's so funny now? So, so somebody responded to the Dennis Dodd tweet where it said, where do we draw the line? Right. Just some random guy tweeted back and said, I'd draw the line through the middle of your head and make it a butt. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Twitter, I tell ya. Yeah. There, the internet just will forever prove that there are a billion people more wittier than I will, could ever yeah. possibly hope to be. More wittier. More wittier. More exactly. wittierist. Way the, more Way more wittier. wittierist. Exactly. Weird. So, anyway. In the spirit of March Madness, which again is my favorite uh, uh, tournament, uh, favorite uh, uh, championship match, is, is the whole March Madness tournament. You know, I love it better than the Super Bowl. I love it better than the World Series. I love it better than the NBA Finals. Whatever. It's it's March Madness. It's my favorite time of year. So uh, Ryan had the idea to do top 12 basketball movies. Yeah, the snake in 12 basketball <laughs> movies, though. There are not very many good basketball movies. I've only seen about six basketball movies, and of those six, three are never going to make the list because they're not good. Because they're not good. Um... Which like is why Celtic Pride and Eddie, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Hey, that movie was pretty good. <laughs> pretty whooptastic. That's, that's why Holly's helping us out, because she has seen a one. few basketball movies, and one that neither Ryan and I have seen, and really put up a very strong case for it, which we will get to when we get to the spot that that movie is in. Uh-huh. Yes, Whew. exactly. So, we'll jump right into it. Going with number 12. This will be a pretty much a Brian episode. I'll, I'll interject every <laughs> now and then. You still haven't seen this movie? I've seen bits of Semi-Pro. Never fr- never front to back, but I've seen... Never front to back, yeah. <laughs> this is this is, this is is uh, probably Will Ferrell's first bad movie, I would have to say. Everybody was really excited. Anchorman, he just got off of Anchorman and Elf. And they were like, oh, Semi-Pro basketball movie? I love it. Will Sm- He's coming off of Blades Will of Glory because he was doing his yes. sports thing. Blades of Glory, which was a which was a good movie. I like Blades of Glory. And then you come into uh, uh, Will Ferrell's Semi-Pro and it's really not that good. But unfortunately, it kind of edges out all of the other basketball movies mm-hmm. that we've seen. And there are only like 30 basketball movies. You really don't have a plethora we, we, of issues. We are the NCAA of sweet of the podcasts right now because we're going to let any movie onto, into our tournament. <laughs> there you go. You mean the NIT? Yeah, that's it. Oh god, and then there's the CWA or the CIT. The, the there's, there's another a, there's another tournament. Mm-hmm. There's who makes three. that? Uh, I forget who's the who started that one. To but go there's to three that? tournaments Jeez. in March. Wow, for Division One schools. Mm-hmm. So of the 300 eligible schools, I think 200 make the damn playoffs of yeah. some sort. Wow. It's terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, we we are we're the we're the NCAA. We're gonna let any any old team get into our that's all right. our list here. All right. So Semi Pro comes in, and and for those of you who haven't seen it, which I thought was a pretty popular movie, um, it did well-ish in the box office, but nobody really cared for it after they saw it. They just wanted to see it because it's Will Ferrell. He's funny. Andre Three Thousands. I think that might be his acting debut. And Woody Harrelson. And they all play uh, uh, in the ABA, the American Basketball Association, um, which they find out in the movie. That the NBA wants to bring ABA teams in to expand the NBA. And the I think, what is it, the top three teams in the ABA would be allotted into the NBA or the top two teams or whatever the hell it is. And so instead of being just a big goof who puts on a tremendous basketball show and not necessarily a basketball game, mm-hmm. Will Ferrell decides that he wants to be in the NBA because he can make more money because, you know, making a bigger spectacle of himself and, mm-hmm. and of the team. And so he goes through and decides that this is, hey, this is what I want to do. And, and he goes, and, and they, they want to be a better basketball team. And they try really hard, and they get really close. Was it the dog? Oh, I heard, I heard like, whining or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear anything. I think you're just hearing things. Really weird. Maybe I am. It's, it's the whining in your ears from this movie. Maybe, yeah. 
And and yeah, and, and so anyway, uh, and so then they decide that they want to be good basketball players, and they try really hard, and they get really close, but instead of the San Antonio Spurs get in, which, hey, spoiler alert, that happens in real life, and that's basically the gist of the movie. I wish I had more standout parts. I, I know Will Ferrell kind of hams it up a little bit. I, I did laugh at times, and this kind of helps prove my point that this next movie, Get Hard, which I think just released a little bit, is going to put Will Smith, uh, Will Smith, Will Ferrell into Adam Sandler levels of comedy. That was your that was your bold prediction. That was my bold prediction, and I think it may have opened, but we'll have it, to check on it, that. It but did open the slide. That's twelve. Weekend. I would waste more time on it, but I don't want to because it's not worthy of any time. There's just not any better movie that could sneak in at the basketball spot at number twelve. Thirty-two percent Rotten Tomatoes, thirty-four percent Metacritic for Get Hard. For Get Hard, yes. Yes. Kevin's heart will Ferrell team up for lazy offensive comedy. What a big piece of shit. Six point three on MDB though, so the people like it. Yeah, the people. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I'm just not going to pay for oh, it. Oh, Allison Breeze in it. I didn't know that. Well, sad that she's in a big stinker. <laughs> really? Yes, that's mm-hmm. how it is today. All right. All right. Uh, that's number twelve. Number eleven. Coach Carter, based on the true story of a man named Coach Carter. Starring Mace Windu. Starring Samuel L. Jackson as oh, Mace Windu oh, yeah. as Coach Carter. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, you've seen this. Yes, I saw this because it was on... Uh, okay, why don't you take this, this one? This was on MTV. All right. I, it's been a while. Let me pull up. No, it's Let me pull up my notes here. All right. Oh. So anyway, the Coach Carter guy, since there's dead air, is uh, <laughs> he? there's a, what, inner, inner city school and all the kids, they, all they care about is basketball. And he forces them to care about school first, basketball second. And all the parents just have a shit fit when he decides to cancel the game because none of the kids had their homework done. So it's really a cool story about how, you know... School, academics before you know, sports. Academics before sports. Student, you know, student athletes. The student part comes first. You cannot go to practice. You cannot go to the game if your homework and shit ain't done. Mm-hmm. It's basically the gist of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to become this wonderful ragtag team of... Tremendous basketball hellraisers. That's pretty much the right just the, the end right? that I had. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's not he's the store. I mean he's not even really a coach for the team originally. He's he he accepts the job. He's a sports sports store owner, mm. and he's you know unorthodox methods. You know it's it is that he cancels not just the games, all the activities. Basically, he cancels the basketball team, and it is based off a true story, I think. Yes, yes, it is. Based off pieces of a true story, at least. Yeah, it, it's definitely Hollywoodized. Uh, um, this may or may not be true because I read it on the internet, but the real Coach Carter was kind of a D, a D bag. Yeah, well, so was Samuel L. Jackson, I'm sure. No, impossible. He's so friendly and lovable. He's lovable? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Gotta get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. <laughs> All right, number 10. Number ten. You do this one. I've never. I didn't even hear about this one, and I'm surprised you heard of it. And you said you watched it. In I watched it. High school. I history watched or number something? ten in in. Uh, it was either middle school, is either ninth grade or tenth grade, <coughs> or eighth grade. Well, let's get a time frame. 1991 is when it came out, but you didn't watch it then. <laughs> yeah. So eight, nine, tenth grade, something like that. It's called The Pistol: Birth of a Legend, which is the biopic of the basketball superstar legend Pistol Pete Maravich. Died young, though. Died young. Died at the heart, heart attack at the age of 40. Yeah. And let's just call anybody who died in that era of an early heart attack, let's just say cocaine. Probably. Probably. You know. And that's just me being, you know, just yeah. so this is, again, it's things a, out in my old age. This is a, not even really, I mean, it's a B movie, so it's a, like a... But it's good. It got a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. It, out of 
Like it's less a, than a thousand votes. But it's a solid movie. But yeah, it's, it's I really it's enjoyed just, it. Uh, it was a made-for-TV documentary, yeah. sort of you know biopic of of his of his life. And the newest version out is called the Inspirational Edition, John three sixteen edition. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird and a it's lot. So weird. That is so extra. That's too many words yes. for an extra edition. But uh, this movie is really cool. It follows the life and times of Pistol Pete growing up. You know, he mm. wants to be this basketball player. Basketball just <clears throat> enthralls him. You know, he, 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 you see him going, walking to and from school. Blood. He flows through his blood. You see him walking to and from school with a basketball just dribbling to school. And then when he gets to school, basketball goes away. When he's walking home, he's dribbling on the basketball. You know, you see, and, and, and this is, you know, this is all the kid, you know, this, you know, 10, 13 year old kid doing all of these things in the movie. So it was really cool. They found a kid who could dribble on basketball tracks. Wow. You know, B- basketball tracks? Excuse me. Train railroad tracks? railroad tracks. Train wow. Tracks? I'm going to have more beer. This uh, this 8 bit is quite quite delectable. Yeah. But he's dribbling a basketball on railroad tracks, which is incredibly difficult to do without having it, you know, bounce it's, away. So he's doing really tiny dribbles because you can't do a, t- a, a Harlem you know, Globetrotter type yeah. shit there. So he's he's ridiculously talented this kid, but it, it just also goes to, sh- you know, show you that hey, Pistol Pete kind of did this sort of stuff mm-hmm. first. So we need to kind of recognize this guy's talent, who's kind of the, the real first, flashy player. Uh, the kind, of, well, I don't say the first one of the first, you know, behind the back this and dribbling through the legs that to really kind of fake out opponents and and and. Well, he, uh, I mean, he know, was he was a three point shooter before there was the three point razzle dazzle to the you know to the game. Yeah, he was a three point shooter before there was. I the say three use point the air line. quotes that everybody can see. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it was it was so weird because we're watching it in history class in middle school or high school. I apologize, I can't remember. I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch this Pistol Pete movie, and it's you know, and it's a biography. So apparently, the history teacher got away with it. Was yeah. your teacher Cameron Diaz? My teacher was not Cameron oh, Diaz. Michelle Pfeiffer? No, no, no. Nor was she a blonde. No, she Michelle was actually a good, a good teacher though. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Oh. Yeah, and Dangerous Minds. And, and bad, have you seen Bad Teacher? No, because that had Justin Timberlake in it. Did it? And Jason Siegel. Yeah. Well, nothing's wrong with Jason Siegel. No, I just never saw it. No, but that's just Cameron Diaz. She just shows movies. She just shows movies all day, every day. Yeah. So unlike uh, Freedom Riders, uh, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Hillary Swank. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. And, no, uh, she's a good teacher. I know she's Riders, a good teacher. Yeah, I said unlike. Unlike. unlike oh, right. there you go. Right. Yes, very, very much unlike. unlike. Yeah. We could just do a list of teachers. Just oh my god, that'd be a good one. Yeah, good movie teachers. I love teachers the guest star of that podcast. There you go. I'm a teacher. You are. You would have yes. to. You would have to. It, it's yeah. It'd be the, it'd be <laughs> it's the podcast law because we wouldn't know. We'd think, oh, the teacher that shows movies all day. That's awesome. And you'd be like, this is why this is wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I love the Pistol movie. I, I I thought it was really entertaining because you know again being in at that age, whatever year it was. I, I I just thought it was so funny and weird and stupid that we had to watch a basketball movie. There was no basketball unit in, like, early American history class, but nope. we sure as shit watched a Pistol Pete movie while we were hey, in Hey, without basketball, class. we'd be speaking German right now, so... <laughs> that's very... That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, but it wasn't... <laughs> wasn't basketball invented by... Uh, an American, no, James Naismith. Yeah, wasn't he Jewish, I meant. Oh, I don't know. I think he was Jewish, so we would still be playing basketball. We wouldn't be playing basketball, because that's true. Those damn Germans. Yeah. So, um, again, if you can find it, which I doubt you could. Yeah, good luck. I, I couldn't find it anywhere, yeah. unless you want to find the inspirational John 316 edition. It was, a, it, was a, it was a fun little movie, and I loved it being a kid. And maybe I loved it so much because we weren't learning about whatever revolutionary garbage we had to learn about you know, in history class that week. So I was super stoked that we got to watch it for no reason other than to watch a movie because it had no relevance to what we were learning. So I really like the pistol birth of a legend. So number nine, take it, Ryan. Basketball, which should have been number one. 
But this is because... Oh, totally. Mm-mm. I love that movie. And it's a fun movie, but when you look basketball-wise, look at all these other movies are way well, better it, than It's that. not really basketball to begin with, so I guess maybe you can make that argument. It's basketball it's also, and baseball. And baseball combined, yes. So it's... Uh, it's, it's Starring Train star- Matt from South Park. Yes, they didn't direct it, they didn't write it, Mm-mm. they just starred in it. Which is kind of weird. Um, and they're these lazy, no, you know, lazy, just slackers. Right. Who, uh, it, to, to avoid having to pay a bill... Or something. They play a game of horse, but they invent these rules to this game, where uh, if you make a shot from a certain area, you 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 advance a base, and you so on and so forth until you score. And if you miss it, it's a it's an out. Right. And they invent this game called basketball, and it turns pro, and it stars. You know, it's got it's, it has great cameos with Bob Costas mm-hmm. and Al Michaels and Dan Patrick, Chris Berman, I think. Right. I think it was just Costas and. Oh, I thought they you're had think, more announcers. You're but thinking I Clone High was Patrick. Oh Burnham. yeah, you're right. I am. That was also that. a basketball episode. Yeah, but, yeah. But so they they just invent this game basketball, and, uh, and they're the, they're the best players uh, in the league. And their whole gimmick is they don't want to go commercial because that's what I hate about real sports. Is that right. It's all commercial. So it it I think it's a hilarious movie. It's a fun and, movie. It definitely has its moments. I I uh, just for this for this podcast sake, like, this is where, this is where it stays. But. God, the other day, uh, Holly's cousin was up visiting, and we we just wanted to watch basketball because we kept quoting it all day. Uh-huh. You can't find it anywhere. I don't own a copy. I there's do. there's nothing on YouTube. There was nothing on Netflix. There's... Netflix used to have basketball. Yes, Netflix used to. You're right, but they pulled it. HBO there's nothing on Hulu. So we just kept, you know, well, HBO does every six months or whatever. You know, it's not on there permanently. No, I thought it was on now, but maybe not. It may be on now, but I mean, this was this was a while ago. Ah, okay, fair enough. You know, so it was. It's just a. It's, it's a fun, now, stupid anyway. movie. About two about two guys just going through you know what it's like to be a millionaire basketball star and they weren't even millionaires because you didn't make that you couldn't make that much money the whole point was right there was a salary cap specifically on that but then they started doing endorsements and whatever and just it's hilarious there there's a lot of of great moments in that movie and I like the locker room scene <laughs> which one where they have like those big swing their big swinging penises whenever they like turn around and they just like fly across the screen and almost hit people in the face. Oh. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard when I saw that the first time being, God, it must have been like 12 when that came out. Hey, it's on Netflix now. Nice. <laughs> Let's watch it. Let's watch it while we Sorry, do the podcast. Sorry, podcast. We're done now. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Base kit ball. Base kit ball. We're going to have that in the, on the background. That's going to be super distracting. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so that's that's basketball. Uh, number eight, take it, Holly. Love okay. and basketball. Surprise. This is, this is where love and basketball comes in. Is love and basketball may or may not be a chick flick, but I'm a chick and I played basketball, so, and I was the tomboy, so I identified with the main character of this story who was a girl who played basketball. And shocker, surprise, spoiler alert, she falls in love with a boy who plays basketball. Didn't see that one coming. I know, right? Um, anyway, what I liked about it is. This girl is just really in your face, loves basketball. I don't care that I'm a tomboy. I don't care that I'm never going to have a boyfriend. She actually makes a joke about being a lesbian to her mom. Um, it's not funny. Right. <laughs> her mom didn't appreciate Holly that. Holly made us watch the trailer before we before we oh, talked about it, just so, just so we could kind of get a heads up about it. But <laughs> she thought I'm a lesbian. That's not funny. And that's just the part we laughed at a lot. Right. So... Um, the movie follows her from being 11 and meeting her little neighbor and pretending to be a boy so that they would invite her to play a game um, with her, with them. And then they go up through college. They, it even follows them through after college. And my favorite part is that it shows the difference in 
men's basketball and women's basketball in college because they're both working really, really hard. Um, the coach is really hard up on the girl character. I don't even remember her name. I used to watch. <laughs> I watched this like 10 years ago. Um, a lot. Monica? A lot Monica? 10 years ago, though. That's <laughs> so racist. <laughs> Monica, because they spelled Monica. it wrong. Man. I don't think it's, yeah, it is her, because there's Monica Wright. That I even did this whole thing without even saying they were black, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. And then Ryan did all Must be Monica. You mean Monica? <laughs> Shut up. There's two spellings that I just found, and one's with a Q. So with the Q, I would say Monica, but then with a C, it's Monica. <laughs> That's the greatest thing that ever happened. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so the movie shows the difference between... It just shows their games in college and... Obviously, men's basketball is very glorified, stands are full, but it shows how hard this girl is working, and she has hardly anybody at her games. Um, and she's just as good of a player. She's like an all-star player, but yeah. she has a terrible attitude, which kind of oh. gets in the way of her success. And is I'm it not... because people like Ryan keep mispronouncing her name? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You're glad she's not here, Ryan. I'm very glad. <laughs> Monica. Shut up. <laughs> Anyway, it has kind of a surprise ending. I liked the ending and the end. Is she pregnant? Did they have, did they have a basketball baby? I'm not going to a... spoil it. Because oh, you're going to make us watch it? The movie's like 15 years old. <laughs> yeah, I, think I don't think anybody watched it the first time around. I can spoil it? You can. Yeah, go ahead. Stop the podcast if you don't want to hear a spoiler. <laughs> don't spoiler stop it. Just alert. pause and go forward like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Don't stop the podcast. We two minutes. It's not going to take me two minutes. Okay. Um. So the boy, I think his name is Quincy. Yes. Gets injured. Gets injured in, I think, maybe his first year playing NBA. And then it's a career-ending injury. It's his knee or something. So he has to stop playing. But Monica, Monica... <laughs> actually makes it to the WNBA. So the very Whoa. last scene is her at a game in the NBA, and now it's all glorified. It's all like they're announcing her name. Woohoo, she's getting the attention she deserves. And Quincy is in the stands with what you assume is their daughter. Ooh. The end. So how realistic are the stands? Are there like three people in the stands, like a regular <laughs> WNBA <laughs> game, or is it actually this is This was back when the WNBA started, and okay. people cared awesome. about they had it. One okay. year. So, okay. yeah, Good. so... Um, but I mean, throughout the movie, they kind of have an on again, off again relationship. Um, I think they get, they end up getting back together because Monica wins a basketball game against him. I'm going to play <laughs> for, for your what? heart. For your heart. <laughs> so that's love and basketball. Number seven. No, nope. Number eight. That's number eight. Number eight was love and basketball. So now I'm oh, number, seven. number seven. Got it. Got that's it. Right. Hey, 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 you're already, you're already hey, turning us hey, off hey, here. Hey, what? Love and Basketball 2. They're making a sequel? Shut, Shut up. up. There is a sequel or they're making They're a making one. Why? <laughs> Why? It ended so lovely. As I, I just painted you a word picture. Why would no, you No, but now it's going to be her daughter. Their daughter going in. I don't know. It, I'm sure it's a fake, but... Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. There just, cannot be. I looked up Love and Basketball 2, and that was the first thing that came up. Wow. That movie's barely a uh, thing anymore. Okay, so the star, Omar Epps, who played Quincy... Said, as they believe... Homer Epps needs work and he wants to be As in they say, movie. believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. There's no Love and Basketball sequel coming here. There shouldn't be. That, that would be dumb. That's so funny. So this is the picture that they posted. Oh, I just... My phone crashed because of course it doesn't want me to see it. 
That doesn't matter. So yeah, no love in basketball too, thankfully. Well, yeah, we really wanted to show our viewers that picture, though. Right? I was gonna post it on, you know, <laughs> Twitter. Okay. He just held <laughs> it. Yeah. Just turn your microphone. See it. <laughs> Didn't see it. I don't think. That was good. So, anyway, thank you for that in-depth uh, um, summary of that movie, which is probably going to be the best one we have all, all twelve of these movies here. Yeah. All right, moving on to Hoop Dreams. Um, Hoop Dreams. Can you look that up for me? I'm going to need the kids' names. You need the kids' Hoop names. Hoop Dreams, it's kind of, we're kind of cheating because it's an actual documentary. Um, Hoop I remember renting this with my parents and my brother. My older brother really wanted to watch it because he's super into basketball. And Hoop Dreams uh, is this documentary that follows two kids and their struggle from Bill high Gates school. Bill Gates and Arthur Agee. Yeah, the struggle from high school Will to Gates. college to trying to reach the NBA, which I don't believe either of them do. Mm, I don't think it shows. Yeah. So it was kind of cool for us because I think, you know, at the time, that's when Wisconsin had another pretty decent basketball team when we had Michael Finley and Rashard Griffith on those teams. And we got to see them because those teams played against the Badgers, or mm-hmm. one of the teams played against the Wisconsin Badgers maybe in the tournament or something. And it was cool because we would point out the pictures of the or the, the spots. So there's Rashard Griffith, there's Michael Finley right there. You know, so that was kind of neat for us to, to, to watch, you know, being little basketball fans uh, living in Wisconsin, to kind of see a little bit of Wisconsin in a, in a basketball movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really, really in-depth documentary. I think it, it has great ratings uh, everywhere you look. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really does a great job of chronicling, you know, the, the struggles that, you know, young basketball men mm-hmm. take to go from high school to college and maybe, maybe not the NBA. You know, that's kind of where the, the movie leaves it. And does yeah, such they, a they don't get drafted. Job. But, yeah. I mean, it originally was going to be just a 30-minute PBS show. Mm-hmm. Never, and they ended up filming, you know, for five years. And yeah, they followed them around three for a hours. long time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great little documentary. Mm-hmm. Not little, but it's... Yeah. Well, it was little considering yeah. that they probably didn't spend... Much money on Much it. Money yeah, just on followed them around, yeah. Can we follow documentaries around? at cool. the time weren't yeah. very big. I mean, documentaries yeah. now are so huge. Yeah. Uh, back in the early 90s, there was maybe one or two that would come out every now and then mm-hmm. that would have some commercial success, but they weren't They weren't like they are now where anybody's making a documentary. And right. Like we just talked about at the beginning of the show, Going Clear. I mean, that, yeah. you know. Oh, I want to see that so bad. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up, let's finish it. So, yeah, Hoop Dreams. Um, I do remember uh, bits and pieces of this when it came out, but I didn't. Yeah, again, I'm, I was never big into basketball movies, and they released a 20. Neither is Hollywood, though. Like we said before, there's only like 30 basketball movies to mm-hmm. choose from, and, and many of them are not very good. Ooh, tomorrow's gonna it's fitting because of tomorrow, Tuesday, the Criterion Collection of Hoop Dreams will be released on Blu-ray for the first time. Nice, wow, good timing. Yeah, that's good. That means it might be on Hulu because they have the Criterion Collection. They have on Hulu. they have some of them. Yeah, um, it'll be maybe a couple weeks or months or so. But sure. yeah, it'll be on there. Nice. Yeah. There we go. So, we can, can we watch talk about the later. basketball movie that didn't make the list real quick? Which one? Which one's that? He got game. Oh, that's oh, the, the, yeah. the real Spike Lee movie. <laughs> Love and Basketball. He just produced. Yeah. But yeah, the true Spike the Spike Lee joint. He yes, got game. Spike Lee joint. I'm emotionally scarred from that movie because my dad made me watch it because we both liked Ray Allen, but turns out Ray Allen just gets a lot of blowjobs and talks with pimps and. And who knows? I don't even remember there being basketball because I think I blocked it from my mind because it was the most horribly awkward experience of my life. So I wouldn't let him put it on the list. Starring Ray Allen? Starring Ray Allen. Michael Denzel Jordan. Washington. Michael Jordan was in it. Apparently he's number two Bill. Really? Denzel Washington, Mila Jolovich, Rosario Dawson, Stuart Scott, and Hill Harper playing Coleman Booger Sykes. Booger? Yes. <laughs> 
I've always wanted to watch it because I'm a big Ray Allen fan coming from Dumb. Milwaukee. Yeah. And I and you know, I heard good things. Oh, it's Ray Allen, he plays basketball, but he plays basketball like super hard and street and you're like blah 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 I'm like, Oh yeah, I totally wanna watch it. I never got around to seeing it. Well, that was my synopsis of blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, 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 how, this I, the, that's how I summarize movies now. This would have been filmed the year he was drafted. Yeah. It was like right when it came so out. the year after he was drafted. Yeah. And they started filming it mm-hmm. in the summer. Summertime. Yeah, this is back when Ray Allen would dunk. Because back when he had game. <laughs> well, he he always was a great dunker. He just, his, his, he could drive really well, but his outside shot is so much better than anything on the planet. Mm-hmm. As soon as he was open, and he had such a he has such a quick release. And I say had because he may or may not retire. He just hasn't signed on to a team this year, but he could sign on to any team he wants once mm-hmm. he figures out who's going to make a run to the playoffs. He'll probably sign to that team and go get another ring because he could just he could still shoot the lights off of you know out of anybody. Speaking of sequels, no way. Yeah, him and uh, him and Spike Lee last year. This is a year ago. Oh. Uh, we're talking about doing a sequel. Okay. Both. He doesn't okay, have whatever. game anymore? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. He, he, how, he how, how Jesus Shuttleworth got his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's yeah, that's our little He Got Game uh, uh, halftime segment right there. Yes. Yes, that we just made up now. Yes. So uh, going into the top six now, uh, uh, rounding out number six is everyone's favorite basketball favorite. movie. Space Jam! Welcome to the jam. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right, all right, all right, all right. City DJs. Quad City DJs. I love that song. I bought that soundtrack (laughs) when it came out. Yes, I think I had it too. But who didn't? Because it had I Believe I Could Fly on it. Yes, it did. Our little R. Kelly. Rest in peace. He's not dead. I know. What? His career's dead. He's dead to me. That's all that matters. He's trapped in the closet with Tom Cruise and John Travolta. Now just standing here. And Tom Cruise like himself in the closet. Another Scientology reference. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow, we're really going Scientology tonight. Oh, God, we're going to be put on a list So Space Jam is the unofficial... Space Jam is the unofficial biography of Michael Jordan between his retirement, or between his basketball stages. Yes, this is the true, quote-unquote, true story of how Michael Jordan got his groove back. Yes, because he originally <laughs> retired because he needed to, and he went to go play baseball, but the Looney Tunes needed him for their basketball game, or they were all going to become slaves on Moron Mountain. Yes, Mor- Moron Mountain. And Danny DeVito's in that movie, yes. too. He voices the whoa, head whoa, whoa. of Moron Mountain. Yeah, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. And Bill Murray! Bill fucking Murray's in that movie. Oh, this movie's so great. I saw this when it came Wayne out Knight. in the theaters. And Wayne Knight, yeah. I saw this. And Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry is not white. Monty Larry Bones. is clear. Yes. Oh, this, movie, this movie should be higher. I told you it should have been higher. This, let's switch five and six around. Nope. Too late. Oh, Too late. It should at least be five. Oh, I, yeah, we were like, I screwed this list up. Maybe if you Mugsy made Larry it. Johnson, Sean Bradley, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, Muggsy Bogues, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, the, the monsters get yeah. there, steal their powers. And from as a, as a little kid, I was such a big Chicago Bulls fan. As a little kid, I was so sad that they didn't want to steal Scottie Pippen's talent. Well, they couldn't steal his talent. <laughs> Why? Because he doesn't have probably any. didn't give the rights to it. <laughs> but to acquire rights, but Scotty, needs, Scotty needs money. Not in the nineties. No, it's gonna need money now. Oh, he's so Space broke. Space Jam too. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, but that's his own fault. Oh bad yeah, for Scotty. Yeah, yeah, he really he don't. Scotty doesn't know how to manage his finances. Yeah, no. you don't feel bad for Scotty. No, Scotty doesn't know how yes. to balance his finances. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's funny. No, Space Jam was was I it was the first DVD I ever bought. 
It's the first soundtrack oh, wow. I ever bought. Wow. And it took me probably 10 or 15 years to actually get the Blu-ray. But I did. Finally got the Blu-ray. So, Space Jam. Yeah. It's it's such a fun movie. Um, it was, it's got a lot of good lines in it. It was the first time the Looney Tunes appeared on the big screen, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Like a big theatrical maybe, release with the Looney maybe. Tunes. Yeah. At least since the 60s. I don't know if they had any in the 60s yeah. or something. Yeah, and one of the contractual obligations uh, uh, for this movie to be made was Michael Jordan gets to practice basketball, you know, whenever he feels like it. Mm-hmm. So if he just was getting into a groove or whatever, he wanted to play some hoops, then they would stop filming for a while so Michael could kind of like work on his jump shot because he was, you know, trying to make a comeback to come back to it's the end. It's the unofficial true story. Of... Exactly. Yeah, so. But they have a lot of good jokes and things that you don't get when you're a kid. You yeah. Know. What type of Mickey Mouse organization would name themselves the, the Ducks? Ducks? Yeah, and which is funny because that's right when the Mighty Ducks came out and they actually became a real team. hockey team yes. in Anaheim. So it was it was a great movie. I went and saw it in the theaters. I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, so this was fantastic for me to sit mm-hmm. there and watch Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny play basketball. And it was it was so fantastic. I I, I truly loved it. So uh, number everybody, five, everybody get up. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. So, uh, number five uh, is Finding Forrester, which was, still is, a really great movie uh, um, with Sean Connery and some kid and Anna Paquin. Some kid. I don't know his name. Well, you have to give me a second because I wanted to verify oh. um, something from Space Jam. What are you trying to verify? I'm trying to verify uh, actors. Actors and actresses. And actresses. And... Jim Rome was in it? What? Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was voice. when he was no when he they when he had his show. Um, oh, and he they had invited the the people who lost their powers on. No, it was that was that was one of the first appearances of Billy West as Bugs Bunny. Really? Yeah. Nice number job. Five. Yeah. Nice job. And then Dee Bradley Baker, who's been doing Daffy Duck forever. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So the other guy was Rob Brown. Oh, and F. Murray Abraham. No shit. Huh. F. Murray. Yeah, so anyway, back to Finding Forrester. Um, this is about a, 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 an author, a shut-in, uh, Sean Connery, who is befriended by a young urban youth uh, starring <laughs> Rob Brown. I'm trying to be as uh, politically correct as possible. Yeah, um, an urban youth I don't yeah. think is very politically correct. <laughs> I think it works. I suppose. It totally works. Okay. So... Um, so Rob Brown, um, you know, needs to go up and I think they challenge him to like to go up and cause like, there's like this, uh, urban legend on the streets where like, there's some kind of like mad eating, you know, cannibal and the mm-hmm. serial killer in Sean Connery's apartment. So I think he has to like go up there and like ring the doorbell or something, but like finding Forrester like catches him or something and he has to like help him. Well, he, chores or something. I forget exactly how they meet. It's weird because it's not really a basketball movie because the central theme is more writing than basketball. True. Because it's you know the the the, the urban youth is a good <laughs> is, is a good is a good writer. Because Van Zandt directed that. And and Sean Connery is the old recluse author, and they kind of work off each other. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like he he becomes less reclusive, and he becomes a better writer, and he can still play his basketball and and. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because he's also kind of racist, Sean Connery. Yeah, a little bit at first. Yeah, um, and then you just kind of find their bond that they have, and you see him more playing, you know, basketball, and he, you know, he he gets recruited to this really good private college, no, excuse mm-hmm. me, private high school, uh, in the in the urban city that he, this urban youth <laughs> in, lives in, the in, urban youth city, in the urban youth city that he lives in, and. They have a, a really, you know, great uh, relationship that kind of 
blossoms throughout the movie and you know he he watches uh, finding forrester watches the the game that that the kid is in and he purposely misses or maybe not purposely misses these two free throws and he kind of asks us about it and as oh it's not exactly not exactly a soup question mm-hmm. i remember that line from the from the movie so yeah. it, it's really cool to kind of see how they grow as friends and it was still it's a really great movie i yeah. really enjoyed it this was the it was the follow-up to gus van sant's uh uh, Good Will Hunting. Mm-hmm. So it still has that kind of theme to it too. It's the the teacher and the students. And the students, right? Right, exactly. And you know, it it is, it is a good movie that that is kind of a transcendent of of time. It's a, a, a classic in that regard. Like, like Good Will Hunting. You could watch Good Will Hunting at any time that you wanted. Yes, exactly. So, so uh, moving on to number four. Number four. Glory yeah. Hole. No, Glory Road. Ah, oh, whatever. Totally different. So this is the true story of the 1966... More true stories. Texas, Texas Western coach Don Haskins led the first all-black starting lineup for a college basketball team to the NCAA National Championship. True question. What movie did we do for football that was the first all-black <laughs> football team? I know. Oh, uh, no. I know this one. Uh, remember the Titans. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm so good at this, probably. So, Glory Road was really cool because it was a true story and Both Disney movies, by the way. Remember, oh, that's Glory right. Road. And Glory Road is a Disney movie, and yep, they had a lot of uh, uh, great uh, actors in this. Josh Lucas, John Voight, John Voight was yeah, he was a uh, Rupp, Rupp. Uh, Adolph Rupp was the Kentucky coach at the time, and you know, uh, uh, portrayed by then um, John Voight, like Ryan said. But this was a really cool movie to watch and all the to see all of the um, racism that this team. Uh, um, encountered. Uh, he just he wanted to put together a team, a basketball team. So he he recruited these these five. I think it was just five guys, mm-hmm. five black guys. That was it. And then I think he had two or three other white guys on the team just for for the bench purposes. And they yeah. you know they were still good players. But but, you know, but the story was to start too. all five of these yeah. guys, which had never been done before. Well, these these people seven can't blacks play and basketball. five whites made the team. Right. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. So it was just it was really cool. To, to watch this movie, this true, you know, this true story. Spoiler alert, I don't think they win. Don't they? I don't think they win. I think they did. I don't think they did. I thought they did. I don't think they did. Quick check, 1966 NCAA uh, championship. Oh, they did. Yes, I know Coach it. Haskins changed basketball history when his underdog team beats the powerhouse Kentucky yeah. Jayhawks. But it was it was so cool to, and I think all he wanted, he whoa, just, whoa, 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 Kentucky Jayhawks? Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> yeah. Not the can. Did you confuse Kansas Jayhawks with Kentucky Wildcats? No, it's just Kentucky, Kentucky Jayhawks. Jayhawks. That's not even a thing, man. Come on. <laughs> Whoever wrote that on IMDb. That's terrible. But, uh, yeah, so, spoiler alert, they end up winning the, they the beat tournament. The, they beat the, the, the conglomerate Kentucky-Kansas yeah, yeah. Jayhawk Wildcats. Yeah, exactly, which made it even more, more difficult yes. because they combined Kentucky and Kansas, which are two tremendously talented basketball programs. Mm-hmm. So now we know all of the struggles, not only you know racial struggles, but on the court as well when oh. they cheat and use twenty four players, two teams together, yeah, ten v five, ten on five, exactly. So um, anyway, back to the movie review. It, it was a really great, uh, well done movie. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and every time I see it, I was on TV I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. It's it's it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. so it's so sad what these players have to go through and it makes you just so angry at society but then you love it when they win because stupid Adolf Hitler Rupp you know in Kentucky all he had were white players so yeah. I was really glad that they won so that's number four it was number four yeah and number three back to uh there's a lot of movies about racially toned speaking movies speaking of another movie that I always try and watch when it's on television 
is White Men Can't Jump starring... Go. Wesley Snipes. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. What's the girl's name? Uh, Rosie Perez. Nailed it. Nailed yes, it. Rosie Perez. Yeah, this is another really cool movie very, that heavily revolves around basketball. Um, with And I always wanted to watch this when I was a kid, but... My you know, parents wouldn't let me see My parents wouldn't let me either. It's rated yeah. R. Oh, it was so rated R. It was so rated oh, R. Oh, it's super R. But uh, it's about these two basketball... about Woody Harrelson, who's a basketball hustler, yeah. and Wesley Snipes, who He's is... A, who also is, a basketball hustler. Who's a basketball hustler, but he didn't... You know, Woody Harrelson had the quote-unquote advantage because yeah. he was white, so no one on the basketball court streets took him seriously. Yeah. Well, he couldn't play basketball. He looks like a doofus. Yeah. But he goes out and schools Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes like, that's some bullshit. So he like goes and follows him to try and get his money back, and then they end up teaming up. Yeah. Become and, hustlers and, together. and become hustlers together, and then they enter this tournament together. But this Rosie Perez lady is uh, kind of a, is Woody Harrelson's love interest, and she just wants to go on Jeopardy and win all this money. And he doesn't want to do that. All he wants to do is just play basketball. So she gets kind of left by the wayside in this whole thing. So there's a little love triangle there because I think Wesley Snipes slept with Rosie Perez in the movie, if I'm not 100% mm-hmm. correct. And so they have a little falling out. And there's this whole theme about the movie is white men can't jump. So Woody Harrelson keeps trying to dunk the basketball, but he can't. And at the end, he finally does. Spoilers. Yeah, so white men can yeah. jump. White men can, in fact, jump. Not not nearly as high as, as anybody else, but we can jump. <laughs> Way to way to ruin that wonderful little moment. It's all right. This is for the sequel. Whiteman can't jump again. Again, yeah, even further. So, so it was a fun little. It was a fun little movie. It was a great movie. You know, a lot of adult themes in the movie. Oh, yeah. Being from the streets, but I loved finally being able old enough to watch this movie because it was so big uh, at my time growing up, and I knew of the movie, I knew the title, I didn't really know what happened until I got older. You know, they show the TBS or the TNT <laughs> version that you see, and then you know, you finally see an actual copy of it. It's pretty, it's pretty heavy duty. I, when I was younger, I thought that the movie revolved around a guy who was just continually trying to dunk, and that was the movie. <laughs> like there was other stuff inside, but it was sure. just his the ultimate goals for him just to be able to dunk once. Yeah. And I was like, what's this problem? I can dunk. You know, I'm this tall little kid with a tiny little court. You know, sure. I'm like, I can dunk no problem. What's this I don't know what this guy's problem. This guy's a jackass. Yeah. Can't even dunk the ball. So, um, number two, number two, Blue Chips, starring Nick Nolte as and a coach. Kazam. And and Shaq and Penny Hardaway, yeah. Larry Bird is also in the movie. They have a lot of He's basketball. A lot of basketball movies. Yeah, they have a lot of basketball stars. They have a lot of basketball um, coaches uh, in this movie as well. Um, it was great to, to see you know Shaquille O'Neal and you know on the big screen Penny Hardaway. They later became teammates in real life, which is you know all the this more, was during their during their Orlando Magic yeah, yeah years, which is even more funny because they they play they kind of. Uh, uh, Made a little satire to that at the end when they kind of give the uh, the life synopsis of the people that were involved in the movie. And when they get the Shaq and Penny, they're like, "Oh, those two guys play on the same team now." Ha ha, yeah. lol. So and it's it's kind of a neat kind of. It, like, it's a very good premise. Well, and it is, and it's something that we're still dealing with today with like yes. with the North Carolina fallout and everything yeah. with people, you know, breaking academic violations in order to keep your players on the team. Mm-hmm. And you know, Nick Nolte is the coach, and he's kind of. You know, bending the rules, oh, so yeah. to speak, to well, by giving people, you know, giving players money and you know having them tutored, which isn't yep. against the rules, dude. But Hopefully like doing their doing their homework, right. And... right? So he he's tired of of losing. You know, he wants to get all these good recruits, but none of the good recruits are coming to his school because they all want money. Mm-hmm. And so he goes out and just tries to find these these kids, these these great you know blue chip prospects. Mm-hmm. This is where the movie gets his uh, gets the title. Roll credits. So yeah, exactly. 
So, you know, they give them cars, they give them money, and that you know, that's all these kids want cuz they know. They know that that's how the system works. Yeah. And to see, you know, that kind of happen in real life, but Nick Nolte doesn't want to do it. Well, yeah, he he, and he finally as much he, as he can. finally just does it so the school can put together a, a proper winning team or a team that can actually go further than just the mm-hmm. round or two in the NCAA, yeah. you know, tournament. And so they they go they do it. He he reluctantly does it, but he does and then at the very end they I think I think they win or they don't win or they get maybe bounced in the final four or something like that. But yeah. he, he retires then after that year and just says, yep, that's exactly what happened. And, you you know, you have my resignation because he was just so sick of himself that he, he that's the only way that he could put together a good team is by recruiting these players, by paying them, you know, which is kind of like what Ryan was saying. That's kind of what we're dealing with now in this whole, you know, giving students, you know, easy courses that they don't have to show up for or to, you know, paying them under the table. Yeah. And there's this whole... Uh, um, outrage right now where this is what we need to be doing to the players we need to pay them money because it's almost it's like a form of slavery where they have no time to do another job they don't even have time to go to class when you're you know waking up at six to lift weights to go to class to then do practice and then we're you know where are you going to have time and film study yeah when are you going to have time to get a job to pay for your computer that you need when are you going to go have a time to get a job to you know, do this and that and they talk about how they don't have you know they don't have any extra income to eat and they're you know they're working out so much then. Most colleges, you get you know you get your two meals and that's right. it. Right, exactly. So you know it's tough, and especially when you're an athlete, you need more food to you know to, mm-hmm. to fuel your body. So it's it it shows a lot of, of kind of that it doesn't go as in depth uh, as kind of what we were talking about mm-hmm. a little bit, but this is kind of you know this this our 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 knowledge of this kind of came out you know since Blue Chips came out with all these uh, stories. Um, that have uh, that hit the airways. It was the Hollywood, interweb. the Hollywood fabrication that was more true than people let on. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That, yeah, that's a good way to put it. So uh, that's Blue Chips, which again, another movie that you like to watch when it's on TV, but it's not on TV that often. It's not. So it's and it's a fun. It's a f- it's a fun movie. It's a very entertaining movie. And Shaq, as much as I didn't really care for him as a kid, because. Everybody was so in love with Shaq, and I was such a big Michael Jordan fan, and I was Shaq so much better than Michael Jordan. I'm like, no, watch out for the Shaq attack. Yeah, I said, watch out. Yeah. I said, watch out. I said, watch out. <laughs> so, you know, I was just so against Shaq, but he just, he's such a ham in this movie. Uh-huh. He, he does he does a really great job. So, uh, and then uh, let's recap now. We're going on to number one now. Yes. So, recap. So number Woo-hoo. twelve is Semi Pro. Eleven, Coach Carter. Number ten, the wonderful, the pistol, birth of a legend. <laughs> Number nine is basketball. Number eight, love and basketball. Love and basketball. Yes. <laughs> Number seven is hoop dreams. Number six, Space Jam. Number five is Finding Forrester. Number four, Glory Road. Number three, White Men Can't <laughs> Jump. I almost said Glory Hall Road. Nice. Because of you now. <laughs> number two, yes. Blue Chips. Uh, number one, which we haven't gotten to of yet. Of course, it's number one. It has to be. Has Hoosiers. To be Story of Starring the... Gene Indian... Hackman. 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 Story of the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team. No, not Indiana Hoosiers. It's just a high school basketball <laughs> team in Indiana because they're all called Hoosiers in the yes. state of Indiana. So it's it's a really cool story. A little bit more uh, love story when I remember it back now when he's trying to get with that whatever teacher lady, I think, it's, or maybe one of the parents of the students. I don't remember, but there's a... It's about a high school basketball team that Gene Hackman comes in and, and he coaches the team, gets them to kind of come together. And, and for those of you who, you know... He's just, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> He's not drunk. That's sure? That's, that's the, uh, Dennis, the other coach, Dennis Hopper. Okay. Dennis Hopper is yeah. the alcoholic that's who ends up in the hospital because he just drank way too much. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and so he's listening to the like championship rounds on the radio and just going <laughs> ape shit, you know, in the bed because they keep winning. Mm-hmm. So, um... 
you have Gene Hackman with leading the, this group of kids, trying to get them to form around his ideals. You know, these kids don't want to do all of these fundamentals and this what picket fence play that he keeps running, and he's got this one kid who just can't miss. I, I forget Petey or whatever Pete or something like that. I can't remember his name, but uh, it was it was such a such a great movie. Got you so into basketball. Got you so hyped up about this team. That's just you know, I think they only had like five or six players or something like that. None of the player, none of the, the parents of the kids liked his basketball methods, so they didn't want him to play or try out for the team. And he was this real questionable coach, but they find out that late, you know, he knows what he's talking about and he cares about these kids and he gets these kids all the way to the, maybe the championship game. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. You'll have to, you know, excuse me. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. Spoiler alert. They do win. The they do win. I knew it. I think they all win. It was an inspirational movie. It was an inspirational <laughs> movie. So it, it was such a fun movie to watch and it's everybody's, it's everybody's favorite basketball mm-hmm. movie. Who's your favorite basketball movie? Hoosiers. And that could be because there's only 30 basketball movies out there <laughs> right now. Really- Hollywood, you gotta pick it up. This is a little ridiculous. There's like 400 baseball movies. And I understand baseball's been around a little bit longer, but why is there no documentary on James Naismith, the inventor of basketball? There he is. probably had to overcome some bullshit. There is? Yeah, but there's no documentary on the inventor of baseball. Yeah, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> exactly. So I really can't make a, you know, I know who basketball is. Probably because of Saved by the Bell. Do you remember that episode? When they had that uh, that trivia challenge, and they like no, but I don't remember the episode. But I knew the t- oh. I know I know the trivia. Yeah, the trivia the challenge, yeah. and they're like, "Who invented basketball?" O.J. Chamberlain. You know, it was the nerds' guess, and then and then Zach's like, "That would be Dr. James Naismith," and that's the only reason I know that. <laughs> it's because of Saved by the Bell. So why would you know? The so answer. thank you, Mark Paul Gosler, for for telling me that. So that's number one is Hoosiers. Hoosiers! Which is a pretty fantastic movie. It's about, it's about the Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, and now we're going to do another uh, Vault on the Fly basketball episode. Futurama? Uh, Time Keeps on Bending? Or is that what it's called? Yeah, with where they have... Uh, the Harlem Globetrotters. Harlem Globetrotters the alien in. Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, yes. Bubblegum Tate. What season is that from? I'll have to look that season up. Season three. Is season three, episode what? Uh, well, they rebranded the seasons. I would think it was season... I thought it was season three, 16 or 17. Or, excuse me, three, three, eighteen or 19. But I could be wrong. We're going to look at it. Brian's going to look it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, give him a um, synopsis. So, the Harlem Globetrotters come down from space, because they're aliens, of course, and they want to challenge Earth to a basketball game. <laughs> and there's nothing on the line except for humiliation from one country, from one planet to the other. And in order to breed the... In order to, to ensure victory... Uh, Dr. Farnsworth accepts the challenge and breeds uh, mutant babies, uh, but he does it by kind of accelerating their growth by stealing. What does he steal from space? What, what is he gathering? Time? Like it's time, time keeps on slipping. Time sleeps on slipping. Yeah, is, is the episode. Uh, like Which pom- is from Fly Like an Eagle. Or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm trying to look here. Here, I'll let you. Oh, what? Season three. Oh, there you go. Season 3, uh, episode well, 46. No, well, that's overall episode. Yeah. So season 3, I had it right. Yeah, you did. Season. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, he, he ends up stealing like time, like positrons and something, and uh, he breeds these accelerated super mutant basketball players that end up being like spiders and extra legs and arms, and it gets to the game, and uh, time starts popping in and out. Uh, you, you go forward in time and things happen, but you don't have any memory of what happens. It's kind of a weird premise, but just it's really, it's a really fun episode. It's a great episode. Uh, just, and it's like the most basketball episode that I can think of off the top of yeah, my head. Yeah. The only, right I mean, the Globetrotters have only really been 
in one other episode where they were helping Farnsworth mm-hmm. with a different... Bubblegum Tate, I think, maybe made a couple of appearances. That's the name Har... Harlem Globetrotter. I was going to say Harvey Globetrotter from the Harvey, Simpsons. I know Harvey I'm Globetrotter. I'm no Harvey Globetrotter, but I can play the basketball. Get ready yeah. for the shark attack. I said watch out. <laughs> yeah, so... And it's a great it's a, it's a a great episode with Fry and Lilo, though, too. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good love with story. With their little love story. And that he writes out that he moved the stars themselves to say, I love you, Lila. And then, but before they had to explode it, and nobody saw it, it was so like heartbreaking. But you knew that they got married because Leela saw it, but nobody could remember because the time keeps jumping around. Why would he? Why would I ever marry you? Is right, right, right. It's you know, it's it's a really good episode. Bender wants to be a globetrotter but can't because he doesn't have the heart or whatever. It's it's, some weird, yeah, yeah, something like that. Don't have the passion for the game or whatever. So. Everybody in this room is not a Globetrotter. Except for you. Oh, <laughs> and they point right to what'd him. You, what'd you say? Too late. Oh. Too late. Yeah, that's right. He was out of the room and they ran in. What'd you say? Too late. Oh. Yeah, that's right. So so that's our list. Uh, and that's our vault. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for Holly for sitting in on that one because we needed more basketball movies. Yes, because this was going to be a really, this is gonna be a really, really short podcast otherwise. Yeah. And it's still going to be kind of short, but, you know... Next week will be baseball movies, which will be longer and better. Yes, it's going to be so much better because we're actually going to we, we might we're going to do another on the road. So spoiler alert, we're going to be yeah. on the road talking about baseball movies as we go to a Brewers game. Baseball. So we're super excited for game that. two. So, so thanks everyone for joining us. Yes, I'm, I'm Brian. Ryan, it's me. <laughs> I'm Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Brian. Names. They're Names. too hard. They're hard. Thanks again for joining us, everyone. Take it easy. This has been another episode of Sweet 12 from Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. The preceding podcast was written and produced by Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. Intro and outro music provided by Lost in a Name. All of the copyrights to the respective authors. You can find us on Twitter at Sweet 12 and on Facebook at Sweet 12 Podcast. Download this and previous episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening.